I believe that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes. Yet, being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in our lives. In this podcast, I will share lessons that I have learned from my mistakes that have helped me to get one step closer to a more authentic version of myself. My name is Lonnie Was the Third, and this is what I did wrong. I used to be a yes man. It's hard to utter those words because I have come a long way. It seems like saying no is one of the hardest things for us to do. And I think I know why. I believe that one reason is that we have indirectly been taught that no equals something really bad, something anti-yes. But no, no isn't a bad thing. No is simply an option. No is simply a choice, just like yes. Another reason that I think that we're afraid of telling people no is because we are perhaps afraid of disappointing them. For a long time, I was consumed with the burden of other people's potential disappointment in me based on my decisions, which is a really horrible way to live because fearing disappointment is a recipe for disaster because disappointing people, I hate to be the one to tell you if you've never heard it, is a part of life. You will get disappointed by others' actions and they will be disappointed by yours over and over and over again in life. I used to say yes to everything because I like being the dependable one, the responsible one, the organized one, the helpful one, the available one, and the one who could handle it all. Now, all of those sound like wonderful titles, but when you say yes to everything, you leave yourself very little or even worse, you leave yourself nothing. Saying no is a right that we must learn to exercise in our personal lives and especially in business. How many times have you had a friend or you yourself been up for a job and you accepted it and it was below the salary requirement that you know that you deserve? You took that no as an impossible and you took that job. Okay, that happens a lot in life. And I really want us to get better at saying no. I started exercising my right to say no, I would say, not too soon after college. You know, once you get that first real job and you're trying to maintain the relationships that you had in college. In college, I was a yes man. I was very involved on campus and I enjoyed my social community I have always been the type of friend to check in on folks with a text or a call or to try to figure out the next time that we were going to hang out. But when I entered the real world, I found myself struggling to keep up with certain people outside of the ease of an on-campus communal space or event or organizations that I was a part of. After graduation, we were all pretty much in the same place. We were dispersed into a new reality of trying to keep in touch via phone and text. Many of my colleagues and friends had moved on to different cities, jobs, relationship styles. Um, My close college relationships really started to shift, some of them at least. We saw each other less, and in some cases, I totally lost touch with certain people. And for certain folks... I did not feel the same energy being poured back into me that I was exerting, so I began to flex my no muscle. Saying no is not just about verbally declining. 
a request. It is also this kind of internal commitment to choose you first, right? So no is something that should be sounding off in your head when something is presented to you that you don't want to do. You should start to feel this does not align with me before you even come out and verbally say no. And I found myself overextending my time and energy to other people's needs to the point of exhaustion. I was agreeing to go to everyone's birthday dinner and birthday brunch, even if I didn't feel like it or if I was tired or if I didn't want to spend the money. I was volunteering to help people move. And you know that that is a miserable experience in most cases. And constantly I was making myself available to everyone, never really saying no to people coming over or borrowing things or asking for a listening ear. But once I took an assessment of the output I was putting into others, I realized that I needed to make a change. I needed to start saying no sometimes. Keep in mind that learning to say no is a huge culture shift, especially for someone who is used to saying yes all the time. Here are a few tips to help you with learning to say no. The first one Articulate the worst case scenario. Fear often comes from the space of us thinking about what the worst case scenario would be in a given situation. Now, when it comes to saying no, if you are fearful about the reaction or the consequences of you saying no, I suggest that you assess what the actual worst case scenario of you saying no will be. Are you afraid that you will lose a friend? Are you afraid that you will miss out on an event or an opportunity? Is that the worst case scenario? Once you articulate your biggest fear, you can now decide if it is worth the no. Practice makes perfect. Just like any other learned skill, learning to say no to people may be awkward at first, but practice makes perfect. Now, I am not suggesting that you simply go on a just say no spree simply to practice, but when you are ready and you feel like there is a reason for you to say no in a time where you typically wouldn't have, give yourself the space to say no, fight through saying yes, and follow through with your no. And what that will do for you is that will give you evidence and real information beyond your fear to help you to say no the next time you need to say no. Managing the guilt. Feeling guilty for saying no was a big fear that I had when beginning my journey of saying no. And I found that I did experience some guilt in the beginning because I was not used to owning my decisions and doing what was best for me. So automatically I felt guilty when I said no, when I chose myself. I did it a few times and the guilt started to subside. Much like the importance of self-care, saying no is not a selfish act. Therefore, there is nothing to feel guilty about. But I want you to definitely give yourself space to feel and process any guilt or shame that may come along with it. You know, guilt and shame can come and go. Feel it and let it go. William Uri, in his book, the power of a positive no, save the deal, save the relationship, and still say no, suggests the dilemma we encounter in saying no often stems from an internal struggle between plugging into our own sense of power and a simultaneous desire to cater to, foster, or 
um, build up a relationship. Erie says we often find ourselves doing one of three things in response to a request. And I think that the three things that he mentions that we do in response to a request are really important as we think about when to say no. One, we're trying to accommodate. We say yes when we really want to say no. This brings us a temporary false sense of peace, later to be replaced with apprehension and resentment. We defer to the relationship with no regard for our power and ironically end up undermining the relationship in the long run. Attack. We often do this with those we love the most, the ones we take for granted. We say no aggressively, stepping strongly into our power, but with no regard or attention to the connection with the other person. Avoid. We don't prioritize our personal power or the relationship. In other words, everybody loses. We dishonor ourselves and amp up our own discomfort by leaving something unresolved and disrespect the other person by not providing them with an answer. So it is important to be able to say no so you feel empowered while still maintaining your relationships with others. Saying no helps you to establish healthy boundaries and enables others to have clarity about what they can expect from you. So I do want to give a disclaimer with saying no and say that it is not just about rejection, right? It's not just about hurting someone's feelings. It's not just about saying no for the sake of saying no. I'm speaking of specific cases where you know that this situation is not best for you. This could be a breakup. This could be you not, uh, you know, buying something from a salesperson. This could be you saying I can't babysit to a friend who you know needs a babysitter, right? Setting strong boundaries is an important thing. As we manage our relationships and saying yes to every request expresses that you do not have any boundaries. And unless you plan on serving as a doormat, that isn't a good thing. Truth is, in every part of life, no's are present to us whether it be in the form of getting an F on a test or receiving a parking ticket because you violated a parking law or rejection from a romantic interest or you know, not having the proper files. When you go to the DMV to renew your license, they tell you, no, you have to come back. So it's not realistic for us or fair to us to expect to get a yes from someone every time we make a request. Saying no helps us to clarify what works for us and what doesn't, and also helps the person making the request understand how you use your power so that you can respond accordingly and they can respond accordingly. In the past, what I did wrong was I said yes to almost any request that came my way. I was afraid of disappointing someone so much that I always said yes. I was always way too concerned with my reputation being upheld that I would often sell myself short. Now I know how to genuinely assess each request with an answer that is true to what I am capable of and that is true to my true desire and that suits me and what's best for me at the time the request is given. I am no longer afraid to say no and I am no longer carrying around unnecessary guilt as a result. I am more in tune with myself and I am now able to contribute more fully when my answer is yes.
Thank you for listening to the What I Did Wrong podcast. As always, I appreciate your support. Catch new lessons each and every week on Wednesdays. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at LonnieWasTheThird or visit my website at LonnieWasTheThird.com. Until we meet again, remember that regret was meant to refine you and that your mistakes don't have to define you. I leave you in love, peace, and style. Until the next time.